Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tony Nomination Day, Tuesday, April 30th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway Stars James Marino. James, there was a decent amount of news that came out on Monday. We are going to talk about almost none of it. Um, I'll sprinkle some things in today, but we are mostly just going to talk about the Tony nominations uh, and nothing else. Uh, we aren't going to get into the grosses today and probably won't tomorrow. Basically, they'll be a bit dated. Um, but there was a little correction following the nine performance weeks that shows had uh, the previous week and the holidays. Other than that, look up the grosses on your own. Everything else we'll sprinkle in today. If we don't get it today, we'll get to it on tomorrow's episode. But today is all about the Tonys, James. All right. So uh, we're recording just a few minutes after um, the presentation of the nominations. And uh, overall, what did you think? I think that someone needs to tell these presenters how to pronounce Hammerstein. <laughs> well, all I can think of is that, you know, I hold Brandon Victor Dixon and B.B. Newworth in much higher esteem yes. than uh, the general public. And I-, I figure if they can blow a pronunciation, I don't feel so bad when we blow it every day. Seriously. Stop. Stop emailing us. We we try. Yes, but we, we try. Don't, we don't want to hear. If if B.B. freaking Newworth can say uh, Oscar Hammerstein multiple times on the Tony nomination broadcast, I don't want to hear it. At all. She's D.B. Newworth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, so, uh, you know, what? what is this um, frenemy uh, relationship between CBS and the Tony Awards? I, I don't know what you mean. Okay. Uh, so, let's talk about the nomination. Sorry that we went on. That's all right. So let's start with the best play. The nominees are striking. Um, in one way, especially the best play nominees are Choir Boy, uh, author Terrell Alvin McCraney, The Ferryman, author Jez Butterworth, Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus by Taylor Mack, Inc. by James Graham, and What the Constitution Means to Me by Heidi Schreck. You will notice that I did not say the names To Kill a Mockingbird and Aaron Sorkin in this category. The best musical nominees are Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, and Tootsie. No, um, no Share Show, uh, no Be More Chill. Um, certainly not some of the other ones that we didn't expect, but definitely interesting uh, there. All right, going on to Best Revival of a Play, Arthur Miller's All My Sons, The Boys in the Band. Glad people remembered that one. Burn This, kind of a surprise to me. Torch Song. The Waverly Gallery. Uh, interestingly enough, only two of those five are currently running. They did decide to go with an alternate category for Best Revival of a Musical. You can guess which ones are in that one. Uh, <laughs> Just Kiss Me, Kate, and Rodgers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma. Moving on, um, James, I'm not going to go through all of these. I'm going to move down now to sure. the performance categories. Um, we can circle back on any of the other categories if you think that anything's interesting. But Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role in a Play. Patty Considine for The Ferryman, Brian Cranston for Network, Jeff Daniels to Kill a Mockingbird, Adam Driver for Burn This, and Jeremy Pope for Choir Boy. Jeremy Pope, you'll hear his name again. Uh, best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. Number one, Annette Benning for All My Sons. Number two, Laura Donnelly for The Ferryman. Number three, Elaine May for The Waverly Gallery. Number four, Janet McTeer for Bernhardt Hamlet, not Bernhardt Hamilton. Nice slip <laughs> of the tongue there, BVD. Uh, Lori Metcalf, number five for Hillary and Clinton. 
And then, oh, what's this? A surprise number six. Heidi Schreck for what the Constitution means to me. I tweeted last night. Go check my timeline. I said that Miss Cleo was feeling a sixth nominee in the best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. But I was close. I was close. Just the play musical thing threw me off there. Uh, but there are six nominees, which means that the fifth and sixth slots were within three votes of each other during nominations. Now, best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical. Brooks Ash Manskis, The Prom. Derek Baskin, Ain't Too Proud. Alex Brightman for Beetlejuice. Damon Dono for Roger and Hammerstein's Oklahoma. And Santino Fontana for Tootsie. This is the only category that you will not see the name Hadestown. Best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. Stephanie J. Block for The Share Show. Caitlin Kennan in The Prom. She's the dark horse in this one. Beth Level for The Prom. Eva Noblezada for Hadestown. And Kelly O'Hara for Kiss Me, Kate. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play. Bertie Carvel for Inc. Robin DeJesus for The Boys in the Band. Gideon Glick to Kill a Mockingbird. Brandon Uranowitz for Burn This. And Benjamin Walker for All My Sons. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play. Fanola Flanagan for The Ferryman. Celia Keenan-Bolger to Kill a Mockingbird. Christine Nielsen for Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus. Julie White for Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus. Ruth Wilson for King Lear. Now, best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. Andre DeShields for Hadestown. Andy Gratolution. Thank you, B.B. Newworth. I hope you got that name right, at least, because I'm going to use that pronunciation from now on. Andy Gratolution <laughs> for Tootsie. Patrick Page for Hadestown. Jeremy Pope, Ain't Too Proud. Ephraim Sykes, Ain't Too Proud. Now, this is interesting, James, because you have two folks from Ain't Too Proud, Jeremy and Ephraim. In this category, you also have two folks from Hadestown, Andre and Patrick. Does that mean that those four nominees split their respective votes and Andy Gratolution becomes a Tony winner? We'll wait and see. Best performance by an actress and a featured role in a musical, Lily Cooper for Tootsie. Amber Gray for Hadestown. Sarah Stiles, Tootsie. Ali Stroker, Oklahoma. Mary Testa, Oklahoma. Now, James, what's interesting here is we have two nominees from Tootsie and two nominees for Oklahoma. Do they split their respective votes? And then Sarah and then uh, Amber Gray, who I actually think is the favorite anyway, gets that Tony uh, win for that uh, category. Um, overall, James, we can go back and talk about any of the. Uh, specific categories you want, but overall, Hades Town led all nominations with 14. Ain't Too Proud had 12. Tootsie, 11. The Ferryman, 9. To Kill a Mockingbird had 9, despite not being a Best Play nominee. Then you had Beetlejuice in Oklahoma with 8. Gary in The Prom with 7. Ink, 6. And then so on and so forth, all the way down. Some shows that only got uh, one nomination were Be More Chill. Hillary and Clinton and King Lear. Some of the um, I know we don't like to generally talk about snubs, but some of the ones that were the most striking uh, for, for me, James, besides To Kill a Mockingbird, that's the biggest one. I did. I did think that the share show would sneak in on on best musical best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play. Um, I Despite names like Nathan Lane and John Lithgow, I didn't and Tracy Letts, I didn't necessarily think they would get nominated. I did think that Johnny Lee Miller or Jim Parsons had a chance. Glenda Jackson is the odd person out in the leading role in a play. Um, Reeve Carney, Will Chase, I thought were good contenders for leading role in a musical. And Sophia Ann Caruso and Rebecca Naomi Jones uh, were definitely contenders in the lead actress in a musical. But there's just a lot of really good potential nominees here james what what stood out to you score six shows nominated in score and one of them 
being a play that got nominated. To Kill a Mockingbird, Adam Gettle got uh, nominated for score. Be More Chill, also Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, and Tootsie to round out that original uh, best score category written for and, the theater. Yeah, and let me throw something in here because I suspected that we would have a play get a nomination, but I thought it would be choir boy. Yeah. Um, yes, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, of, of hymns in there, but I'm guessing that they did not see that score as being enough written for the theater. Maybe it wasn't the 60% they normally say, but one of the Tony honors that they announced yesterday in their multiple waves of Tony honors went to the music director and arranger for choir boy, Jason Michael Webb. So when I saw that yesterday, I was like, okay, he's probably not eligible for score. So they're going to give him this. Um, So that made a little bit of sense. Uh, We'll get back to the Tony honors, James, um, uh, here in a little bit, but six nominees for score, six nominees for actress. It's, you know, a good season when you have this many shows that are that close together and, 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 and enforcing ties. Uh, the Kings, the King Kong, uh, got a, a number of nominations, he got three nominations. Um, and th- there was a special one that we'll, I guess we'll talk about in a yeah, we second. That. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, uh, and Heidi Schreck in the category of actress. Um, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, 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 I think that's one, not that she doesn't deserve it, but I think a lot of people assumed that maybe she would be one of the odd people out because... And that's a six category. Right. This is a, a, a six nominees in there. But a lot of people thought, well, she's literally playing herself and it's more of a one person, even though there's other people in it, but it's more of like a one person show. You don't see... Uh, acting nominations in those very often when it's someone kind of telling their own story. Um, but she did get that six spot where well, we don't know if she got the six spot alphabetically. Yeah. She did. But yeah. Um, so you know? if I could do some uh, some log rolling here, uh, 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 I was well prepared for this because of uh, a podcast I listened to of uh, one Oliver Henry Roth and a Matt Tamanini, um, yes, which you got uh, a shout out or two on. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, we go together like Ramalama Lama. So, uh, you know, I, I think that it's, uh, th- there's more content there. If you're interested in these things, Oliver and Matt uh, do a pretty good uh, preview of this. And, and a lot of it fits in really well, you know, it's like a double Cleo there that happened there. <laughs> um, Let's see anything else that is really interesting before we hit the other stuff. Oh, uh, did you happen to see the intervals um, uh, nomination wrap up? Um, I saw that it hit my inbox, but uh, considering that we were jumping on, I did not look at it yet. No. So uh, interval, um, the interval website um, did some Statistics for 2019, uh, What the Constitution Means to Me by Heidi Schreck is only the 12th play by a woman to be nominated for Best Play since 2000. Nominations have gone to plays by men 73 times. Uh, what the Constitution Means to Me, went, if with What the Constitution Means to Me wins the award for Best Play, it's only the fourth time a solo author play by a woman has won, and Heidi Schreck will be the only second American to win. Uh, since 2000, Rachel Chavkin is the 18th nomination of a woman for Best Director of Musical. Men have been nominated 66 times. So there's some really interesting statistics here to um, to look at, uh, given that, uh, uh, you know, we are looking at, uh, and Matt and I have talked about this a number of times over the last uh, couple of years, 
that it's uh, it's time for the Broadway producers and the Broadway community to um, stop talking about equality and start working on equality. Definitely. All right. So why don't we jump over to the uh, the special Tony Awards that were announced yesterday, James? The um, There's a bunch. I'm just going to kind of run through them here real quick, and we'll have links if you want more information on all of these incredibly deserving individuals. Um, we'd already told you about the special Lifetime Achievement Awards going to Rosemary Harris, Terrence McNally, and Harold Wheeler. The special Tonys this year will go to Marin Maisie. Sunny, Chil- uh, Sunny Tilders and Creature Technology Company, which is one of those um, things, the things that you mentioned, James, with King Kong and then Jason Michael Webb, who I mentioned for Choir Boy. We also have the Tony Honors for Excellence in the Theater going. This is amazing here to Broadway Inspirational Voices. How amazing is that? Then Michael McElroy's uh, organization, which we've mentioned numerous times in recommendations here um, will be in there as well. The FDNY engine uh, 54 ladder four battalion nine. If you, uh, I think, is that the one over on uh, ninth Avenue? Eighth Avenue, James, eighth Avenue. Eighth Avenue. Yeah. Oh, eighth Avenue. Yeah. You right. Walk right by it. Um, then you've also got, um, Peter Enten, uh, who is the retired vice president for, of theater operations for the Schubert Theater, and uh, Joseph Blakely Forbes, the founder and president of Scenic Art Studios, Inc. Um, great, all deserving individuals uh, and organizations. Uh, absolutely. Those go along with the Regional Theater Tony Award for th- uh, Theater Works Silicon Valley. And then, of course, the Isabel Stevenson Tony to Judith Light. Um, really fantastic, James. I, you know, as I'm kind of scrolling through these things, it's always interesting to me to see folks like uh, Ann Roth and um, William Ivy Long um, nominated against themselves, um, mm-hmm. which is always kind of fun. Um, but for the most part, like this was more not shocking because nothing really shocks. These are just Tony nominations, whatever. Yeah. But there were some surprises. You know, there there are definitely some things that I didn't see coming. Clearly, the nominators liked Beetlejuice more than the reviewers. They were more on your side and Oliver's side and, and my brother colleague, uh, Alan Henry's side. Uh, you guys all liked uh, Beetlejuice much more than some of the critics did. But obviously, the nominators felt the same as 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 you. So good for them. Uh, but I'm very happy that Hades Town leads all nominations with 14, which is uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah, I think that uh, there were just a few surprises there, but that uh, aside from the surprises, this is uh, this is mounting up to be uh, some really good producing uh, at the at the end of the season. It's very exciting for everybody. As many people have posted on social media, uh, there's so much good out there, and that. Uh, a nomination is just one way of measuring the goodness of it all. It, it's really amazing to be a part of this, this uh, small part of just this wonderful community that even if something didn't get a nomination, it's, it by far doesn't mean that it, sh- it shouldn't be. And, uh, you know, I was a big fan of that. Um, I was a big fan of that uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. I hope that they do, they do okay without the nomination. I, th- I think they'll be fine. <laughs> they've so. already recouped. Uh, yeah, they've already recouped sure. their investment. Um, one other thing that I do want to mention uh, on that, because you reminded me, uh, I mentioned uh, Rogers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma had eight nominations. They also extended, James. They said, forget this 
late August, I think, or maybe early September closing date, they said, screw that. We're going all the way to January 19th. Perhaps a bit of shrewd producing there, too, as they knew that they would be uh, receiving a lot of nominations and maybe they want to make themselves known as being uh, a, a commercial success as well for when the Tony voters start to cast their ballots. But Oklahoma is now on sale through January 19th at Circle in the Square. All right. Uh, what else do we have to talk about this morning before we get out of here? Nothing. That's all I got. Uh, we will get to a new Broadway show coming to the Samuel J. Friedman Theater tomorrow. So we'll talk about that. And uh, Madame Tussauds, believe it or not, we're going to talk about tomorrow. All right. Uh, so, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Please, please, please get over to uh, Broadway World and uh, take a look at what's going on there with the nominations. And also listen to Oliver Henry Roth and Matt's uh, podcast about the predictions because I think it's, it's a real insight. And Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. <laughs>